I've placed my phone in. Here we go. Hello, everybody. I'm afraid we're uh, ramping it up via Steam. Lots and lots of technical trouble here. Welcome to another episode of the Kubuntu podcast. Um, I'm Rick Timmis, and with me here is... Oh, and here's Aaron just arrived at the same time, saved by the bell. So with me is uh, with me this evening is Ovidiu Florin and Aaron Honeycutt. Ovidiu, what's going on with your tech, man? <laughs> oh my, I've I've been trying to set up VirtualBox for presenting stuff on the show, and guess what? I messed up my computer. I've done gone and done something. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I've had to reboot, and right now my computer is booting for the past five minutes or something. I don't know. It's horrible. And right now I'm from my phone, as you can probably guess from the video and audio quality. Yay! Well, it, you know, I mean, it's working. It's it, it's working to a factor, but the audio's yeah. You sound like you're in a little booth somewhere, uh, like you know. What, which microphone is it using? Is it using the headphones one or the phone one? I don't know. I think it's probably picking the one off the headset. Look, sh scratch that bit. We'll edit it out. Go again. Tell the audience that you are transmitting via your mobile phone from the International Space Station. <coughs> this message comes from my OnePlus One. <laughs> Magic, good stuff. All right, well, listen, I'll, uh, I won't hassle you for too much feedback just for a moment. I'll let you try to fix your tech. Here is Aaron. Aaron, hey, hello, man. How are you doing? Andy. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> is your tech is your tech working all right? You're uh, and you're not late this evening. That's fantastic. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, audience. Once again, I am still stu suffering with uh, with my ailments. Uh, I'll come back to a little bit more on that. Yeah, Rick is trying to kill our sound. What have we got for you this evening? Let's give you a quick run through as what we're going to be looking to today. So we've got some news from the Kubuntu core team, as usual. We're going to be looking into some of that. Uh, in focus, we're going to spend our time today looking at desktop configuration and uh, seeing just some of the things that you can do with your Kubuntu KDE desktop and some of the cool features that you've got there. Um, we've also got some user feedback, and of course, you've got other items that aren't on the agenda right now, but they probably will be at some point time uh, in the not too distant future. Okay, so, um, well let's find out who's been doing what, because in actual fact it's probably, um, it, it was probably I don't know, just after Christmas that I caught up with you guys. So um, what have you been doing with yourself recently, Aaron? Any new uh, any new purchases? What did you get for Christmas? What have you been doing? Uh, purchases? Christmas? Christmas, yeah, you know, got, have you got any tech, man? <laughs> I, I have stuff. I have this. Ooh, hey, Matt, it's, oh, is that a Steam controller? Yeah. Where'd you get it from? GameStop. <laughs> Not Steam? No. Was it cheaper? Like, huh? 
Uh, I think it's right on the same price. I just felt like going to the store and picking it up rather than waiting for it to be delivered. Okay. Awesome. 50 bucks versus the Xbox Elite Elite controller for 150. <laughs> oh, every button on it is configurable. Reconfigurable. Okay. And uh, so so uh, so uh, I guess the next question then is have you got a Steam box? N- no. Okay, you just got in, have you got in, uh, Steam installed on a PC? Isn't it, is it a Windows PC? Is it a Ubuntu PC? What what's that? It's, uh, it's a Windows PC. <laughs> right. You're banned. That's it. You're barred. Get him I'm off the show. More. <laughs> more time right, for moving me. on quick then. <laughs> it's a Windows PC. Oh boy. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> well, you need to you need to sort that out. You need to sort that out, Aaron, and get it in get uh, you need to get a steam machine. Yeah, um, and Get Connor, get wire me the money, and it'll happen. Okay, <laughs> so uh, those so those people that are that don't want to see a Kubuntu podcast presenter running Steam on Windows, uh, if you uh, drop over to uh, Aaron's, uh, check out check out the show notes for Aaron's contact details and send him as much money as you can, and he promises to buy a uh, a true Steam machine, a true true Linux based Steam machine. Is that is that the deal, Aaron? I'll buy something, either one of those Alienware Steam boxes, or I'll build one and make it just a Steam machine with another. Okay, that's cool. All right. Or alternatively, of course, you know, now that we're growing, growing rapidly growing a devoted audience that is, uh, <clears throat> you know, connects with the value that the Kubuntu podcast brings, then uh, perhaps advertisers may well want to. Um, uh, send us a Steam machine that we can review and install Kubuntu on. I mean, and that we can review. I've been trying to get System76 to do it. <laughs> okay, well, listen, give me the contact details for the person there, and I'll talk to them for as long as it takes for them to submit. Just, Rick, Rick, shut up, we'll give you a machine, just stop talking. <laughs> so, we could use one of those Meerkat machines uh, Meerkat, yeah, that's the name they have for the small machines on System 76. Yeah, well, the 4x4s. Four four, yeah, for the podcast, you can really use one of those. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right, so uh, now what's going on here? See, Kubuntu Podcast has joined, and uh, is that you trying to join as well again from your laptop now, video? Yep, I'm going to try to switch the sound from one device to another, so wait a moment. Okay, stand by, viewers. We're about to lose one of our co-hosts. <laughs> test, test, test. Ah, yes, we hear you. Awesome. All right, that's all right. That's good. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, there's an echo going on there. Let's not let's not worry too much about that. Okay, so <clears throat> so Aaron's got himself a Steam controller, which is really good. Let's uh, let's catch up with uh, a video then. So uh, a video. What's going on with you, man? What you've been up to for the last month? Tech problems. Tech problems. Lots of tech problems. Oh man, go on. What you been? What did you fix any? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. So I've been That's trying to do a lot of things. Let me let me go through the list. I prepared the list so that I'm sure that I don't mess this up. All so, right. 
what I've done. Uh, I've tried recently to help the packagers with some packaging. Uh, I've got my ears pinched a few times. I've updated the, some documentation for it. So everything I've done, I've written in the documentation. And I can I think I can say that I helped them, but I think I just stepped on their toes mostly. So at least the documentation is updated. We can take that from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks very much for all your contributions. Uh, have you thought about doing documentation? Don't come back. <laughs> yes. Don't come back. You're slowing us down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what happened. Let me try to switch cameras. Okay. Look at this. You can see this is a professional outfit. Look at this. Can you see us here, guys? This is what you call running the studio on the fly. Now we've got two uh, videos in the room. Fantastic. Let me hand over the lead. Which one looks better? Um, uh, this one, I'm gonna that one there, the new one, a video. You can be the chair for the uh, for the next ten minutes, and, uh, and obviously, uh, and uh, we'd like you to interview uh, video number two. Go ahead. Okay, hello, video. Hello, video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which God, <laughs> which way video. they went. Okay, let me. I'm gonna turn this one off here. The one is going out. Awesome. Go so back to what I've done. Uh. Some Kubuntu support lately. I've helped people, not mostly online, but face-to-face. Uh, -face. So a few of my family members, they've, they're using Kubuntu, and uh, they have, they've had some problems. Uh, one was Kubuntu, when you tell it to shut down, it didn't shut down. So the battery just died eventually. That was okay. one of the issues that I had to solve. And the other one was... so. So this is actually a, fu a funny story, and, and I want to tell you more about it. Uh, my aunt called me the other day, and she said, my computer got a virus, because things are happening. And, okay, let's see what's happening. And I looked at it, and I found out that, actually, uh, the Facebook account got compromised. So, no, vi no computer virus, actually a Facebook problem. Okay. Uh, the conclusion of everything was that they installed a... Google Chrome plugin uh, by clicking on a page that is a Facebook clone. So mm. they opened the website, they thought it was uh, Facebook, it wasn't that Facebook, they clicked on something, it asked them, do you want to install this extension? And they didn't know what that was, so they, okay, install it. And since then, their Facebook account just went crazy. Uh, they, they started creating uh, pages on their account and distributing them to friends with uh, not safe for work content. Oh and man! It was horrible because they kept getting complaints from their friends. Hey, what are you doing? Why are you giving us this? But luckily, that's that was the only thing. Once I found out it was just a Google Chrome inst extension installed by mistake, and after I cleaned up their Facebook, everything was great. So yeah, cool. no problems with a computer, no other viruses. They've been going on uh, searching for video for games uh, online, and you know how those are. You never know what you click on. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, so no, exactly. Well, that's they the were safe. That that was the only problem. Uh, Google Chrome extension that messed up their Facebook account, but no other problems. And I'm really happy for that. 
Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, well, let's press on a little bit because I. One more, one more thing. One, one more, more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, please. I've do. been. I've called a few of my friends, and we're working on an Android application, and we're doing using the KDE SDK for that. So uh, currently, we're planning. We're still planning and experimenting here and there uh, to develop a, an Android application that uses the KDE SDK. When you say the KDE SDK, do you mean Cute, the Cute Creator? No, I mean the KD Android SDK. We have uh, an SDK for building Android applications with QML and Qt, but we don't use Qt Creator. We use uh, KDevelop or Kate, and we don't use QMake. We use CMake for that. Okay. It's, it's a pretty elaborate process. Still, it's very it's a bit manual, and we're using uh, we, we're distributing a Docker image that streamlines everything and right now I'm experimenting on getting it uh, integrated better with KDevelop and I'm hoping to get a success but I still have to talk with the guys and see what happens. Yeah, I, I mean I like KDevelop a lot, I, that's my kind of IDE of choice at work during the, uh, during the working day and uh, I'm starting to impress a few more people with it at work as well. They're starting to look at it and going, hey, that's that's actually really good, isn't it? And and it's really fast, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so Vibes is almost out. And when it's going to be out, that's also going to work on Windows. So We should, um, do you know, once that's out, we should do a review of that, actually, and uh, take people for a bit of a test drive in it, as we normally do, and show off KDevelop so people can see kind of on, what it's on all Kubuntu, about. not on Windows. We're going to show it off on Kubuntu. Of, Maybe of Aaron course we are. Show it of on Windows because he's the only one of us who has Windows. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, hopefully you'll fix that by then, Aaron. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, dear. That's, right. He's pretty convinced. Right. Well, do you know, I'm, I'm, people are going to write in, Aaron, and they're going to they're going to write in, write into you, complaining about you, you running Windows and being on the uh, Kubuntu Linux podcast. <laughs> well, guess what? I want to play some games. You want playing games? Uh, okay. Too. All right. Well, you, you heard what it said, folks. So uh, let the flame war begin. Less. The frame <laughs> rates are terrible on on Kubuntu or any Linux issue versus Windows. <laughs> Cobblers. I don't. I don't want to get into that discussion. Yeah. No, we don't. No, we don't. Right. So let me uh, let me give you a quick update as to what I've been up to. So um, you might hit. You've heard me coughing a little bit now and again. Um, I've uh, I got bronchitis over Christmas. You heard about that in January because I was really suffering with it. I'm still struggling with it a little bit. Got to go back to the doctors next week to just uh, see where I am with that. Um, disappointingly, I ended up having to cancel my visit to Fosdem. Um, I was uh, planning to go to FOSDEM and catch up with some of the KDE team and do some interviews. Uh, but last week I decided just a couple of days ahead that um, all that was going to do was give me a long weekend away in the cold central parts of Brussels, getting freezing cold and tired and damp and, and uh, I was just going to make things worse. So I had to bail. So unfortunately, no news back from FOSDEM. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, Maybe we can get somebody out to uh, some of us out to academy um, this year. I know a couple of the KDE guys were saying, "Well, look, you know, if you can't make Fosdem, Rick, how about making it over to academy?" So maybe we can look at that in uh, in the not too distant future. Um, other little wins uh, from my point of view: got a couple of co-workers migrated to Ubuntu Linux, not Kubuntu yet, 
and that's a little bit harder. But got them migrated from Windows to Ubuntu, so that's two wins in my bag. That's um, progress. Yeah, that's why I think that's progress. Yeah, I think that's progress too, and that's uh, that's a reasonable percentage of the workforce that have migrated across. So uh, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Um, well, that covers kind of <coughs> what we <coughs> what we what we've been up to. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. you have to forgive my coughing about this. Um, but uh, what we think we'll do is uh, let's get into the next section because uh, obviously we've got news from the Kubuntu core team. Uh, as well as what's been going on there, and I know that we're running tight for time. So, um, right, <laughs> let's have a look at this then and see what we've got. Oh. So, in Kubuntu news at the moment, uh, We've got um, the new packages are released, aren't they? So we've got um, Plasma 5.5.3 and uh, Frameworks 5.18. I see that's linked in here, and um, and there's a link in the show notes to the backports. Um, what uh, what info have we got on that, Ovidiu? Let me get back to that. So uh, we have uh, Plasma 5.5.3 got released uh, in Kubuntu. So we have it in the landing PPA on uh, the development release. That's uh, Xenial, the, which will be released in April. And we also have it in backports for the current the Kubuntu release. Yeah, uh, That's correct, yeah. yeah. Correct. I'm still putting my words together. So sorry for that. So it's been released uh, together with... Uh, Frameworks 5.18 and apps will come shortly. It's been released for, I don't know, a week or two now. You can see the news and the instructions on how to get it uh, in your current, in your Kubuntu. And I've been using it since then and I can say that it's awesome. There, of course, there are still a few glitches here and there as with any software, but it's better every time. Yeah, I, I have to say, it's astonishing the progress that is being made with the, the new frameworks and the new Plasma 5 stuff. The speed at which this, um, you know, this stuff is being churned out by the KDE community is quite astonishing. And it seems no sooner do I get one version updated and put on, on my desktop at work, and all of a sudden there's new versions and there's new stuff coming out, and uh, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of development and a lot of activity and some really cool things going on. Um, <clears throat> so check out that link in the show notes, go uh, guys, and uh, see what we've got going on there. Now, we've also got news, of course, on our um, on our veritable um, developer, Scarlet, who is kind of um, well. I got to hand this to you, a video, because I think you describe her activities better than I. What's Scarlet been up to? So uh, we, the Kubuntu team, we have a telegram channel where we talk and keep track of what's happening and that telegram channel is connected to our Trello board where we keep our backlog of everything we have to do and everything uh, that needs to be done and everything that's currently being done and if you remember from our previous show we talked about uh, 
how do we how we have our packages uh, our package information together with the Debian team? Well, that package information needs to be merged with the Debian information, so both us and the Debian team can benefit from that work. And that merge, unfortunately, still has to be done mostly manual because automating that is pretty difficult. Yeah. And every time there's an update on our Trello board, Trello gives, sends a notification on our Telegram. And my Telegram notifications are going on the Kubuntu channel with all the work that Scarlet is doing. It just goes like this. Tring! Tring! Tring, 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 It keeps going like that. And I keep looking. Scarlet fixed. Scarlet merged that. Scarlet merged that. Scarlet merged that. Like, wait, nobody else is talking. Just Scarlet is working like crazy. I don't understand. How can she do that much? Oh, I want to send to Scarlet a huge hug from everybody. Thank you very much for all that work. And guys, let's jump in and help her because uh, there's still a lot of things that needs to be done. And and also uh, besides that, we want to keep her around. Uh, she has some. Uh, she's been working on this for a very long time, but like any human, she also needs to eat and survive and whatever you humans do. Uh, so she set up a Patreon page where she's asking for us to support her so she can continue working on Kubuntu and KDE. And guys, if you're willing to pledge at least a, at least a dollar or five dollars, any amount, as, as much value as you give to Kubuntu, uh, it will help her. If, if each of us ships in just a tiny amount, we'll get to to help her a lot so she can keep working on Kubuntu and not have to go get a full-time job and not be able to work on Kubuntu anymore like unfortunately it's happening to most of us yeah I <clears throat> yes I completely echo what you're saying there and I think um, we put in the show notes for the show that will be out just in a little while um, I've put links to Scarlett's Patreon account so you can go and see what's going on there um, I think it's quite encouraging that already there are already 15 Patreons that are subscribed to that account and it's not been going very long at all. Um, so that's a good start and we're making good efforts. Um, Scarlet really is um, kind of quite central really to the core of Kubuntu because of the amount of work that she does. That's, um, you know, there, are, uh, there are other people in the team as well. Um, but obviously, you know, she is um, very a very valuable team member, and uh, and I've taken the same view as you actually, Avidu, which is I've sort of asked myself a question: What value do I place to myself on Kubuntu uh, as the distribution of choice? And I use it at work, and I use it at home, and I have it on my laptop, and I use it uh, for all of these things with all the tools that come with it. Um, so from that point of view, um, it you know I I didn't have any trouble in you know taking out a small uh, and it is only a small amount a small contribution because what we want here is a, a we've got a big community you know there are uh, five there are 5000 members of the kubuntu community on google plus 5000 if we could just get um, one uh, tenth so 2000 of them people to uh, to don donate a dollar a month the goal would be there we'd have done it and uh, you know we would have secured 
um, that uh, that that uh, development time that we're getting from Scarlet. So if you can go and visit um, Patreon.com and look up Scarlet Clark and um, and see what you can uh, see what you can afford to uh, help her with support. All right. <clears throat> Next up, then. <clears throat> now, also the community. Um, we've got an echo here. Give me a second. You're echoing again? No, it's probably echoing from Aaron. He's probably got his Windows machine on. <laughs> I just got a notification from Hangout, and it says, Kubuntu Podcast muted Kubuntu Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't quite know how... Well, it's yeah, because Aaron's joined his Kubuntu Podcast as well. But yeah, so I've muted your mic there, Aaron, because I'm getting a lot of feedback coming back there. Um, <clears throat> So one of the other things that uh, we've talked about, we talked about this in one of the, in the previous show about about testing, about installing, about uh, trying out the Kubuntu distribution, and um, Marco Perillo um, made it, said uh, <clears throat> this came to us through the core team meeting that we had earlier. Marco said uh, to put a shout out for testers because obviously we're about to uh, embark on the release for Xenial. Um, 1604 in April. So we've now got the alpha and beta images available for that. And um, what we want people to do is to try out Kubuntu. Down, go to uh, download it, test it, install it in a virtual machine, install it on your machine, uh, play around with it. And uh, and uh, if you find anything wrong with it, or if you th find things not working, then uh, get that uh, into the bug reports uh, for us. And uh, if you see some of our previous shows, we cover exactly how to go about doing those bug reports and where to report them. Um, you can um, you can get in touch with the development team uh, if you want to find out more about testing and the developers will help you as well. They'll give you some pointers uh, to get in the right direction and give you some links to go and get uh, the ISOs that you can download. And you can get in touch with them via irc.freenode.net and you'll find them in the hash kubuntu-devel channel. And uh, so if you look up uh, M. Perillo in there, and Marco will help you and point you in the right direction. Uh, and as usual, links to that are in the show notes as well. Now, I picked up on a post from you the other day, a video as a, um, KDE applications breaking across into Windows. And uh, your, yours and mine's, mine's favorite text editor, Kate. Uh, tell, me, tell us a bit about this story, my man. So... Uh... The Kate guys have been working before, since before the autumn Kate and Kate Develop Sprint that took place last year in Berlin. Since before that, they've been working really hard on getting it to build on Windows and making sure all the dependencies are there. And uh, it since then it's been working awesome. But getting it into Windows was pretty difficult because usually Windows users are used to having an installer and just double click on that installer and use it and install that program with everything that that program needs so you don't have to install everything else you just install the, the click next 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 finish you know the classical windows behavior yeah. next 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 finish you don't know what it does you don't read what it does you just want to have and open the program <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter that it installs five pr different programs besides that one who cares about that <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so the so the Kate guys decided, okay, if that's how Windows users work, let's help them work like that. So they've made uh, an installer for Kate. 
It's still in alpha, so this installer hasn't been released yet. But you can next, 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 finish, and you get everything you need. And then you can open Kate. Uh, let me show you. I hope I can. Awesome. Uh, Sorry about the coughing there for a second, just while you get that set up. I couldn't get the mouse to the... Uh, when these my bronchitis coughs come, they like come out from nowhere with no warning. And, uh, uh, and so that caught me out. I apologize. Uh, can you uh, present that to uh, present and share the screen with everyone? I will. Done. Inception. Okay, so this is the Kate on Windows announcement. Uh, it's an, an announcement for the installer. So okay. Kate has been able to run on Windows, but you had to compile it or use the KDE installer, which is pretty. I don't know if that this has this version of Kate has been integrated in that installer yet or not. I don't know. Uh, so this is the, this is the proof, as they say it right here. Okay. So, yeah, let me make it. Bigger. It looks pretty good already. Yeah. It, so this is the alpha installer. You can next, 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 finish, and then you have a snapshot here of how Kate looks on Windows with everything open. Let me see if I can make this picture bigger. So this is Kate. You can see yeah. the title bar. That's Windows, and it has everything open. I, this is some Kate code. And apparently, I have some kind of slideshow here. That's oh yeah, it looks that way. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> it you can you see here a link where you can get the installer and how you can try it, and also they say that if you want to open multiple instances, if you want to leave here, I'll, I'll quote this, and if you happen to want to have only one Kate window for all the documents that you open you might want to install dbus. This is the installer that I have tested with. So dbus is an inter-process uh, management program so that different applications can communicate to each other. Mm -hmm. So if you, right now, from what I understand, I haven't tested this on Windows because I don't really use Windows. Uh, Quite so right. What this says is that if each file you open, it might open in a different. Uh, it will open in a different Kate instance because it can. Kate can't talk to Kate to know that it, there's an instance already running and open it in the same one. So it needs Dbus for that. <coughs> okay. Uh, probably you can open it if you have a file open and click on open and then you open a second file. But if you double click. The, on a new file, it will open a new Kate instance. I, I suspect this. I cannot be sure for this. Uh, Aaron, maybe you want to give a go and try this while uh, we go on. Aaron? The Kate installer? Yeah, if you want to try it. Uh, if you want to also screen share it, I don't know. If Are you on Windows right now? I am. Oh yeah, that'd my. be cool. Ubuntu traitor. Oh well. We'll let him off if he's going to do a demo. Yeah, if he's going to do a Kate on Windows demo. Okay. Show it to us. Well, you're going to have to do something while I'm doing this. Yeah, okay. That's cool. We'll let you set that up, and we'll come back to that in a, in a minute or two and uh, see how it's getting on. All right. <coughs> Oh dear, I'm, I am struggling, guys, with my uh, voice at the moment. I really am. We'll come back to that in a moment. And Rick, uh, you said we something about Marco Perillo here. Yes, I did. I, I did mention that a moment ago. This was about Marco was looking for testers, 
um, for the new uh, uh, for the upcoming Zinial release. So, uh, to just to clarify for everybody, what we understand by testers are people that come, use our software, and then complain to us. Yeah, so that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, then that's pretty much what you have to do. Just take it, you try it, and then start complaining. But many people are actually pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, um, and what, all, we, all we ask is that you just complain uh, via a set route. That's all. We have uh, we have some a couple of bug tracking routes that you can go go to, and uh, and we've done a couple, we've done a show back in show seven or eight. If you go and check out our, our channel or check us out on Google Plus, you'll find that, and we show you through exactly how to go and complain, um, and uh, and you know how to do that, how to how to set that complaint well, so that we can do something about it and improve it and make it better. So that's really cool. Apparently, the KD Romanian community is pretty hyped about Kate on Windows. Okay, so as a, um, well, I guess it's, you know, I suppose it's a first step if we can get them persuaded that Kate is a, is a just an excellent text editor. Then maybe we can get them using more KDE of tools. Of course, of course. Once uh, the installer gets released, I'm gonna start pushing that at my workplace and start replacing Notepad plus plus. Compared to Kate, Notepad++ is an infant. I, I'm, yeah, that's my agree. opinion. People may disagree. Start the flame war. I don't care. I prefer Kate anytime. Yeah, I, I tend better. to agree. Tons better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Um, and nobody, no, no, no uh, consummate professional in their right mind would be using Windows. That'd be uh, well. <laughs> People might still use Windows, and they might have some kind of justification for it, but this is not the topic of this show. So forget Windows until Aaron shows it to us. Well, yeah, well, that's true, but of course, uh, just to say that uh, Jabava says Kate on Windows is a gateway drug to KDE. Ah, yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> you want to see the, the complete installer after I install it? Well, we yeah, can show us no, the installer. Show us the installer. Yeah, shows the installer. Alright, we're... Oh, jeez, I have so many desktops. Uh... Share your screen. Share your screen. Alright. Oh, God, that Windows is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kate is installing. I have three monitors right now. Holy crap. Well, run Kate. That was highlighted already, so we'll see what that does. It opened Kate. Whoa! Well, that's gonna. So, this is default Kate with uh, basically no options. Yeah, open the GPL. Pretty awesome. Okay. Uh, can. Can we see okay. some options? Yeah, go to options, go to options. Plugins, okay. Uh, okay click the second last one. Text filter, okay, so we've got no, the no, plugins. No, no, no. I, sorry, oh, sorry, I meant terminal tool view and tabs. Do you terminal have tool view, okay, so settings and configure Kate just for the audio yeah. listeners. Uh, um, tabs are enabled by default, and I see you can't disable them anymore. Okay. Uh, appearance. Uh, 
go to borders and click on everything. Borders tab. <laughs> yeah. Tick click all the boxes. All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, that, that's really cool. Shows you where. Ah, wow, that's really cool. So this uh, basically takes the whole document and just shows you the window that you're looking at. I've seen that in the uh, Atom editor. Um, or was it? Oh no, it's not Atom. What's the other one they use? Um, You're showing it off in Kate in that Academy. I remember that. Yeah, that's that. But that's really cool, showing you where you are okay. overall in the file. Uh, um, Aaron, <coughs> let's try the thing that's uh, opening multiple files. Sublime. About. That's uh, what I was thinking. File open. I don't know what. Go to file open. And choose a file, text file, a different text file. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have any. I guess so this. Jabava corrects me on that and says it's called Minimap. And uh, where I've seen it before is uh, in uh, the Sublime text editor. But. Um, Okay. Perhaps I need to, perhaps I need to stop using Nano for everything and start using Kate. <laughs> I don't really have much. Okay, that worked. That worked. Awesome. Okay, okay, that worked. So if you open through the open menu, you can open multiple instances. Okay, can you create on the desktop a new text file? And and then open it with Kate. Uh, Rich text document. Uh, select all, and change the extension to txt. Wow. Yeah, that's how Windows works. If you give it a different extension, it's a different file. It's a different format. <laughs> when I was in high school, I saw somebody. Someone t told me uh, how you can convert from MP th from uh, some audio format to a different audio format, and they just changed the extension. <laughs> converted. Okay, so yeah. you see, if you if you opened it with Kate, it opened a new instance. Try cl close this instance and drag and drop on the op already opened one. This? Yeah, drop it on the on Kate. So that doesn't work yet, and that's because Dbus, I think, because you're missing Dbus. Yeah. But uh, but the installers uh, the installer instructions we've got linked in our show notes and there is also a link there for you to follow through and install the uh, install Dbus as well so you can get that working. Try one more thing, please. Go to settings and configure Kate. Again, plugins and are searching for file system view or something like that. Uh, I see. No, that plugin is not enabled on Windows yet, apparently. Wow, so basically, what that does, it gives you a side tab, just like that one, but you can navigate through the file system using. It shows tabs here. Ah, so that's not a plugin anymore. It's integrated into Kate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, um, show us I'm the gonna... Kate version, and I'm done with this. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. So we've got, uh, there we go, Kate Second is 15.08, 15.08. So go check it out, um, guys, if you're on Windows and you're uh, currently using Notepad++ or some tool or, or a tool like that for doing your text editing, uh, install Kate, check it out, 
see what you think about it. And of course, remember that you too, even on Windows, can be a tester for KDE applications. Um, and if you find something not working in it, then you can go and report that to uh, Bob. Uh, KDE. Move that away. Move that away. Move that away. <laughs> <laughs> he opens no plus. No, 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 no. All right. Don't take that on this channel. Okay, guys, I'm going to have to press us on to move a segue as well. Um, um, Jabava asks a question here. Um, uh, he says, any plans to implement the wider KDE for Windows, perhaps even as a replacement for the entire shell? Um, that works in KDE 4, but on 5, uh, there's no... Pro I, as far as I know, there's no progress on that. Pro progress. There's no progress on that yet. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, but I, I suspect that that'll be... Uh, yeah, hopefully with a little bit of look, that that'll will, be moving that will change, but mostly uh, the focus is uh, migrate, make sure all the applications work on uh, Windows and other operating systems. But Plasma itself, I don't know for sure if it can go on uh, Windows because it's highly de the next version is going to be pretty highly dependent on X and on Wayland. No, okay. So I'm not sure if that will work on Windows. We'll have to check with the Blasma developers on that. Okay. All right. So uh, that's um, so, and of course, so we've got a in the KDE Telegram Cafe, um, which is uh, uh, which you can find out about, or we can get to on Telegram Cafe. We've got a, a bit of a, a conversation going on now about that replacement, so you can hook in there or jump into IRC if you want to take that a little bit further forward for anybody watching right now. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's do a segue, guys, and move on to the next section, which is our in-focus section. So what we're going to show you guys out there today is just some configuration tricks and some of the things that you can do with uh, the KDE desktop in Kubuntu, just some of the cool features it's got, then the tweaks that allow you to set it up. Hopefully, a video has got a virtual machine with uh, KDE in it. With a bit of luck, fingers crossed. Sorry, guys. I can't. I don't <coughs> know. It just won't start. Some kernel modules won't configure and... I've tried with it before the show a bit, and I've even tried a bit during the show, but no success yet. I can show my current desktop, but uh, be warned, it's customized, so it won't look as your average KV desktop. Okay. <clears throat> maybe, our, uh, tech, maybe our tech genius in the background. So have you got a Kubuntu virtual box running there, Aaron, or can you get one running? And help us out with some of this demo stuff as we go. <clears throat> I have VM installed, but I don't have an image downloaded. But okay. Uh, but has the, v has the VM installed and got Kubuntu on it? Uh, no. I have regularly Ubuntu okay. installed on there. Well, don't worry, folks. We'll do it. Never we'll mind. do it. We'll do it. We will indeed. Okay, so, well, um, no doubt, I, I know Aaron will, uh, Aaron will be getting his crafty fingers onto the machine already, and he'll be pulling something out of the bag. But in the meantime, uh, we, well, in, we'll, uh, we'll go with what a video's got on his desktop. Um, so I've got, a I've got a list of things here for you to go through and show us a video. And okay. uh, the first one actually comes let me from... Start, let me start the screen sharing. 
Yes, please. Okay. And whilst you get that screen share up and running, I'll try to narrate a bit for those people listening on the audio podcast because, of course, we've got uh, Andreas Del Sarto now who is um, uh, doing our audio production post-show. Um, so, uh, so we've got a KDE desktop up and running here. One of the questions that was asked on uh, the Kubuntu community on Google Plus was how can we go about adding and removing panels and uh, changing the size of the icons and and uh, and the location of the panels on the desktop of video. Okay, so as an introduction, uh, you should see my desktop right now. I do. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Clive just asked to see my desktop, so this is my desktop, my empty desktop, uh, which I use on this laptop. Uh, so what I have here, I have two panels, one on the left and one on the top. The one on the left has the kickoff, which is configured th like this, because for me it's faster to access everything that I need. Okay. And my favorite's here. So I the kickoff kick oh, basically is the menu. I think I just opened menu. contact. I think I just opened contact. I didn't want to do that. Oh, my. <laughs> So okay. the kickoff menu is like the Windows start uh, function, and it's a little K in a cog, and that gives you menu access to all of, no, uh, I all of the No, I opened your sheets by mistake. Okay, <coughs> next, I have the task, the task bar here, which I'm okay. using the alternative. You can, If you click on alternative, you can choose the version you want, and I'm using the icons-only task manager. All I prefer right, this okay. one because it's smaller and I can fit more programs in here. As usually when I'm developing, I have a, at least 10 or 20 windows of different programs open in there okay. when I'm testing or developing or whatever. Uh, lower, I have the virtual desktops. And as you can see, I have mm -hmm. quite a few of those. Okay, so virtual desktops. Now these are... Um, we should it's like having those multiple things. screens and you have what... You have some things on each screen, but they're all actually virtual. And I have a, combina uh, a key combination shortcut that I can switch use to switch, as you can see. Yes, uh, OK, yes. Yeah, so uh, there's basically a, a nice little switcher in the center of the screen that comes up with that key combo, that you that shortcut you've set there, that yeah. allows you to just switch up. Uh, oh, and is it true? Because obviously your panel is on the left-hand side, so your virtual desktops are in a, 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 in a vertical stack. So that switcher is just moving, moving up and down the stack. Uh, yes, but it's also configured. I've set it on purpose so that it's just vertical. But I initially I've had two, two or three or more columns, and I use that combination. So I use Control Alt and then the arrow keys to move around in the virtual desktops. Okay. And if I have multiple columns, I can move left, right, up, down in any, any direction. But I found it best for this laptop to be just vertical. All right. Uh, cool. Next okay. lower, I have the KD Activities button which shows me all the activities I have. One is stopped right now, and two of them uh, are open right now. This is KDE Development, but it's KDE and Kubuntu, so they're mixed up in there. I'm going to come back to activities. We'll dig into them a little bit more yeah. a, a little bit earlier. Let's and come my back daily to, activity. This so is let's come back to sizing the icons then um, okay. in these panels and moving these panels around on the desktop. On the lowest part of the panel, I have we have this burger menu, which you have 
on any panel you will have it in the far right or the far do down edge just click on that burger menu and this will open uh sorry for the non-romanian speakers <coughs> mine my kubuntu is in romanian <laughs> yeah okay there. so uh this one says screen edge the top button says screen edge and the okay. bottom button says width so if i grab the screen edge i can move that panel on any edge. See, I just moved it on the bottom. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. If I click on the height, it, as you can see, when I hover over the height button, the cursor changes into a uh, cursor Open, that resizes. Oh, down arrow, sizing. Yeah, size arrow. And if it? I click and drag, look what happens. Ah, there you go. This is uh, exactly what was asked the other day, and of course. Because the KDE desktop is a scalable vectors, then the bigger you make the panel, the bigger the icons become relative. So, uh, and so as you stretch that up, then only your icons and your panel becomes bigger. And as you squeeze it down, it all becomes smaller. That makes sizing the whole thing all relative and uh, and very responsive. So it's an um, that's that. That's just, that's that's so easy <laughs> to do, um, but it's not obvious that that's where it would be uh, to get to it in that burger menu. I can understand also, why the tab you was have asking a few struggling. other options that I'm going to show you on the top panel. So on the top panel, okay. I have the system tray that shows me some system applications or like uh, Telegram, K Alarm, and ah. other stuff. Network updates manager. Uh, temperature, system use, system load, CPU, memory, swap, swap, uh, time, calendar, and all that. Okay. And the lock button, so I can quickly lock my desktop if I want to leave. And so, what I want to show you is the following. Here, as you can see, it says a separating panel. So this separator button, uh, or a spacer, I think it's the English term for this. Yes. Just adds an empty widget that uh, arranges everything in your panel. So I want all of these to be arranged to the right. So I add the spacer on the left side. So because ah, by default they will okay. all go to the left. Next, you have to add controls or add widgets. Uh, this will open a widget <coughs> menu, but I'm going to get to that in a moment. Uh, more configurations. Here you have the following: align the panel, left, center, right. So this one I want it to the right, but you can go to center, and then use these arrows, and look, you can resize the panel. Ah, so now the panel has shrunk on either side, so now it's kind of like sitting as like a, a long, oblong rectangle in the middle of the screen with space on either side. Yeah, you um, have two sets of arrows on each side, as in the maximum and the minimum width the panel can get. Ah, okay. So that, that's why you have two sets of arrows. Ah, okay. So that so ah, yeah. So so those people that go in, uh, in the audio um, feed, you'll see that when you open that up, there are these two panels, and they basically set that for you. Now, well, just whilst you're looking at that, actually, I think it might be relevant to ask this now. Jabava in uh, KDE Cafe asks, um, "Can you show us how to set up a Mac-like application launcher?" Map. Mac, as in Apple Macintosh, an Apple Macintosh-like application launcher. Right. Uh, that uh, deck, uh, what, what you call it? Sure. Uh, if I understood his request right. So I right-click, 
and you choose the add panel and I go for empty panel. Okay. And add it to the right, but I'm gonna move this to the bottom. More configurations, center. Uh, always visible because I don't wanna go I you can choose auto hide and all that. I don't wanna maximize. I will shrink this panel to a certain width. Okay. Make the height bigger. There, you see the panel. I have the panel on the bottom side. Uh, can you see the panel, or is my? I can. Yes, yes. We've got nice, a nice, a nice kind of fairly fat panel now. That's Let sort me of change the, the wallpaper. Ah, uh, oh, that wallpaper is so sexy, man. <laughs> let me find something lighter. That's the uh, default. Uh, that's the KDE, uh, the Kubuntu, the Plasma 5.5. There, a picture with my cool. dog. Hey! Uh, so you can see the panel kind of better right now. Yes, so okay. Add, add okay. widgets, and here you'll see all the widgets that you have. Here I want to add the icon only. So I just search for icon only, task manager, and I drag it in here. And let go. Okay. Done. It's in there. So all the applications that I have right now, uh, or any application, right-click and then use. Sorry for the thumbnail. Uh, let me go this. Don't show thumbnails. So right-click on any application and keep a launcher when not running. And then that application is stuck there. This is pretty similar to what uh, the Mac has. Yes. Uh, if you want this to be transparent, then you would have to change the theme. You would go to system settings, go to desktop behavior. No, 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 sorry. Uh, desktop theme. Look and feel, that's right. Look and feel. And here you would go to probably air. Hope this won't break anything. No, it just makes them white. This is not transparent. Uh, I don't have a transparent theme installed, but I can just go to get new themes get them by ranking and there was one classified I think this one is good I'll just install a new theme done so this and is so classified and the, apply from the configuration there's a button that says install new themes click on the install new themes it'll give you a selection with some preview thumbnails install the ones you want click on apply and now we've got a transparent launcher on the desktop uh, that's such a great example of just how amazingly configurable Kubuntu is. Only one... I notice only one problem in this one. The clock widget. Uh, okay. If you look, for example, I switch back to Breeze. You see the calendar, the date is next to the clock. But if yes. I switch to classified, it doesn't have support for that. So it squeezes it under. And ah uh, well, you know, hey, listen. What what's it? What you know? The the information's there. What's a what's a little tweak amongst friends? I can see, considering that that took like seconds to achieve. Um, I think uh, it shows you just how how amazingly configurable. If it is. you have it in your native language uh, or the language you're most comfortable in, uh, just read this, and it will be pretty clear. Pretty clear what, what to do. What to do and where to click. If you if it's not. You have a search box up here. Just type in what you need. If that still doesn't bring in the results you want, 
we have IRC, we have Telegram, we have many different social media, we have many different ways of uh, you getting in touch with us. Yeah, absolutely, that's right. All right, okay, so <clears throat> now we're getting really tight for time, um, so yep. I'm going to switch I'm back to stop the screen in, sharing in a second and see how he's getting on with his stuff. Um, so let's, let's jump, jump back to him quickly and uh, see how he's getting on there, whether he's got anything rigged up. Hey, hey here we go. All right, so uh, we've just got the install going through at the moment. Uh, so that's going to take a little while longer, I think, Aaron, um, before that actually gets done. And I suspect we're going to, do you know, once again, we're just going to run out of showtime. Uh, we're never going to get all of this stuff covered. Um, what else do we have? Okay, so well, panels, switching kicker menu. Switching the kicker menu, that would be really quite cool because I'd really like, I think we should show people, especially those watching the video, the uh, the big screen kicker menu, the application uh, menu um, selector. You know the one that's the full screen kicker? Can you show that? Sure. More inception. Okay, so this is the kicker or start button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is this is how I prefer it. But if you don't like it, right click and you have alternatives. Uh, confirmation. You see what I'm showing you right now, right? I do. Yes. Alternative. Okay. Correct. So it's the it's the yellow star. Click on alternatives and you get all the alternatives for this. So currently there are th there are three: uh, application menu. Uh, application launcher and application da uh, dashboard. dashboard. So the application launcher is the classical KDE that most people know. Well, since it's on the side, the, the menu is twisted and also the theme. Uh, this might look familiar to most people. Remember to get to the uh, alternatives menu. The panels have to be unlocked, though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's not... So uh, there's this option. So that's the standard block, kind of block um, widgets or lock widgets. If it's locked, you cannot switch the alternatives. So you have to uh, okay. keep that in mind. Thank you, Aaron. So the other one is the dashboard. Change. Now if I click on that, bam bam, bam bam. That's a. Uh, that uh, it reminds me a little bit of uh, of Unity, the, the kind of like the way uh, Ubuntu Unity works a little bit, and or perhaps Gnome Three, if people Gnome have used uh, that as well. Gnome Shell, yeah, thank you, Aaron. Gnome Shell. Gnome yeah. Dash is very similar. It's more like Gnome Shell. So you just open this and you type something in. I hate it when people translate the the name of the applications. Sorry, guys, but the application is K patience or something like that, and okay, it's translated yeah. in Romanian, so uh. yeah, it's K, uh, K patient, patient, yeah, or something like. You just so the idea is you open this and you can just type directly in what you want. Uh, play on Linux or whatever you want to open. Uh, what else? They develop. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of notifications because people like to talk. 
you also have the categories here on the side. You can just hover over and you can see all the applications that are installed and just choose directly the application you want to use. Uh, you have the favorites on the left and the uh, uh, logout, reboot, and shutdown buttons. And with the ESC key, you can just get out. Okay, so um, thank that you very much it. for that. That's that's really really cool. Um, that's a really cool launcher. So we're uh, oh, do you know we're not going to get through all of the stuff. We're, we're we're tight on time. We're not going to get through all of the stuff here. So maybe we we revisit this again at some point. But uh, that was just a quick uh, a look at the uh, at how you can configure the desktop. Of course, we didn't even get started on plasmoids, which are all the um, widgets and little feature functions that you can add to your desktop to make it do new things. And uh, and once again, we missed activities. And um, a couple of people asked us to uh, to do. In fact, Clive Joe said, "Do a do a uh, do a tutorial on activities." We will. We'll we'll revisit activities and do it in more detail. But, uh, but we're going to have to drop out of this section now and move on because otherwise we won't stay on time. I've got some feedback from uh, from the community as well, um, which is always great. It's, it's really good to hear people's comments, and uh, we'll tell you about how you can do that in a little while. But this one um, was sent, um, posted to us via YouTube. It comes from Kupo in your window. Kupo in your window. And he says, um, I recently switched to Linux on my MacBook, first of all to Ubuntu. I really enjoyed it, but I had a few irritations with it too. Then a few days ago, I switched to Kubuntu, and I love it. It's literally the distro for me, and I hope its future is solid. Wow, that's awesome feedback, couple on your window, a couple in your window. Thanks very much. Really appreciate that. Um, so uh, do come, do get in touch with us. We also <coughs> have some feedback from uh, someone on email. Yes, please go ahead. Uh, I've added it to the show notes, but apparently someone was busy and removed it. Oh. Yeah. So let me find it in one moment. Yeah. Message comes from uh, M. Vershoff. Sorry. Sorry if I can't pronounce the name correctly. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, he sent us an email, and it reads like this. Dear Kubuntu developers, in my own 35 years of ICT career and as long as as long-time Linux slash GNOME user, Kubuntu 15.10 is the most professional, intelligent, and beautiful desktop I have ever seen. It transcends any other desktop environment. It is the perfect example of people that show that they love and know their profession. Thank you very much for this beauty. What more can I say except that I hope Kubuntu also to be fully fledged available on most tablets and smartphones soon. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, well, of course, we've already done some shows on that and, of course, Plasma Mobile, um, which uh, uh, we saw last year some proofs of concept. I think uh, Sebastian Kugler uh, was demoing that academy, wasn't he, uh, video? 
Uh, yeah, they presented at Academy uh, Plasma Mobile, and there there has there have been a lot of uh, videos and updates of it uh, on the internet. So if you search for Plasma Mobile and also go to the website, you will see more information about it. But yeah. uh, still, what I replied to this person and what I reply to everybody. Uh, thank you very much for the feedback. And mo feedback like this, uh, no, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, feedback like this always motivates our developers. And it helps them to keep working on it. So good feedback is always welcome and always uh, constructing and motivating to work. Yes, I agree. And, um, you know, and it's very often that's undervalued as well is that just having a voice in the community even if it's just um, you know mentioning something on the mailing list or in or in the community IRC channels getting involved speaking up saying you know if even if it's a complaint or even if it's a compliment it doesn't matter At just engaging with the people that are out there it validates what they're doing it says hey I've got there are users out there there are people that are using the work that I'm creating and um, you know and that that adds value so yeah that's such a good point of video and I can't really stress that enough um, to uh, to the audience out there it's so va valuable getting in touch um, <clears throat> and of course you can do that through the vehicle of the Kubuntu podcast as well now um, so if you uh, feedback to us via our YouTube channel via Google Plus um, and I'm going to go through those in a moment and tell you how you can get in touch with us then um, <clears throat> then we'll we'll mention it and we'll uh, we'll speak about it in the community here as well all right so um, uh, well I guess before we say our goodbyes I better just take everybody through uh, through the contact details so um, go and visit the website check us out at kubuntu.org you'll find all the information documentation that you need there and all of the other links that you need there to find out more about how you can find out more about kubuntu and get involved come and chat with us there are uh, loads of people um, on IRC in the various channels and the links are in the show notes but you'll find us in the hash kubuntu channel that's the main user base and hash kubuntu hyphen devel um, you can get hold of uh, the developers there. If you want to speak directly with me or Aaron or a video, then uh, check us out in uh, hash Kubuntu hyphen podcast. Uh, you'll find us there. Um, give us, make sure you prefix your comment with our name to grab our attention. Um, you can also uh, find out about the uh, Telegram feed, so how you can uh, get involved and connect with us from your mobile devices. And uh, that's at uh, telegram.me forward slash Kubuntu, and uh, the links to that in the show notes. Of course, check us out on social media. We, uh, you can find us Kubuntu on Google+, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Reddit, and on LinkedIn. And there are links to all of those as well. And if you want to get in touch with, the, with the, the podcast team, then you can get in touch with the Kubuntu podcast team via Google Plus and on YouTube. And of course, we'll have the show notes for you just shortly. Um, guys, we're out of time again. We've overrun again by five or six minutes. Um, so I guess we'll uh, have to hand it round for the... Uh, for the uh, uh, for the, uh, the for the various outros to say cheerio, I'm just looking here to see how I can unmute Aaron so he can say something. You're so, you've been so quiet this evening, Aaron. We need to um, <clears throat> we need to rev you up a bit, mate. Rev you yeah, up. He's a using bit, Windows. That's the problem. 
Yeah, it, maybe it is, yeah. Intermittent microphone. All right, listen, everybody. Um, I, I've talked enough for one evening. Great to see you. Love doing this show. Great to be talking to all you guys out there. I'm Rick Timmis. I'll see you soon. The video, Florian. Happy to see you. Happy to have you watching our show and asking questions. Keep them coming. Aaron, see you guys next one.